The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. There's one power strong enough to break the cycle of addiction and incarceration. One name that restores and redeems hearts. One true savior. This is Prison Transformation Radio. Stories of chains broken and hearts restored. Here are your hosts, Jim Moore and Pastor Dwight Anderson. All right. Good afternoon, church. Welcome to Prison Transformation Radio. This is Jim Moore, one of your co-hosts, and my other co-host, Pastor Dwight Anderson. Yes. How are you doing, Pastor? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing good. And y'all can't see this on the radio, but we got a cast of thousands here. We've got Chorus <laughs> Ministry. We've got alumni. We've got board members. I've been waiting for this show, Pastor Dwight, for a long time. That's it's awesome. just to be able to go into prison as a volunteer, as a mentor, with a team of other people in a structured program? Because I know a lot of you out there, you want to find some way to get involved, but where do you start? How do you mm-hmm. plug in? Do I have to do it alone? No, 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 you mm-hmm. don't. We can't do it alone, right? That's right. And so in speaking of that, I just want to say, Jesus Christ, holy son of God, we need you. Mm-hmm. We need you all the time. We need you today. Amen. We need you over the next hour, you know? Holy Spirit, take over the airways. Take over the show. Let it be your voice that speaks through us. Mm-hmm. And tap everybody out there on the shoulder, Lord. Just if they got an urging in their heart, show them that it's easy to get engaged. And it may be one of the most significant experiences of life other than meeting you, Jesus. Mm -hmm. So so with that, again, welcome to Prison Transformation Radio. You may be listening on a wonderful spring afternoon in May, maybe even summer afternoon. Some of you may be listening on podcasts. Well, if you're lucky enough to be listening on a weekend in May, there are a couple of quick announcements I wanna make as we always like to promote what's coming up. And so on May 17th, we talked about this in our last show, um, the Midwest Mentoring Collaborative and the R3 Collaborative are sponsoring a behind-the-scenes look at a Christian recovery group. Mm-hmm. You can come to Grace Church in Eden Prairie on Thursday evening, and that's going to be, let me make sure I got the date right, May, May 17th, 17th yep. and the DOC is going to be there. There's we're going to have a lot of mentors there, and we're asking people, wherever they're at in their faith with Christ, to be open that their mentees Mm-hmm. Their relationship with him may be the most critical thing. So we're trying to promote Christian recovery groups to everybody and show them what happens in those groups. So right. you can go to r3collaborative.org and get all the information on and that. And it's a different time. It's, it's going to be in the evenings instead yeah. of lunchtime. Yeah, it, it, so a couple usually, times a year we're yeah. going to try to do them in the evenings, but this is going to be, oh, we got dinner. Yeah. yeah, so five o'clock, and then it's like an evening recovery group. And then if we're still ahead of, with your listening time to May 18th, yes, come on down to U.S. Bank Stadium. We're going to fill it up. Yep. And there's a fellow I, I get to meet next week. His name's Mike Lindell. So let me put in a plug for my pillows. You know uh-huh. what Mike's doing? He is donating like 30,000 pillows. <laughs> so not only do you get Jesus at U.S. Bank Stadium, you get a pillow, and that can feed Jesus. No, They're going to have sorry. a pillow fight. Yeah. Is what so I heard. so there's, there's always fight. great things going on, and we'd like to keep you posted on that. But let's, let's cut to the chase. We're talking about going to prison, mm-hmm. but we're also talking about getting out of prison. Visiting prison. Yeah, visiting yeah. prison. And we also have some friends who have been in prison the hard way. 
mm-hmm. and and the cars program was an absolute Jesus Christ transformational mm-hmm. experience for him. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about Caris MN. Caris Minnesota Prison Ministries, and we're going to mention the website a couple of times because we're going to be talking about an open retreat this summer that you can attend and register for. So carismn.org, or if you're weak on websites, Caris Minnesota Prison Ministries, Google it. Google it. It's going yeah. to be easy to find. So right. that's going to be your reference, folks, and your support in coming out of this. But Again, what we're talking about is there are these transformational actual seminars or programs that are held in prison mm-hmm. by organizations, particularly by, by CARA's prison ministry. And this is where volunteers come in and inmates within the prison have a, a, a couple-day transformational immersion Christian experience, and it's been going on for decades, and it's across the state. We'll hear more about that. So I want you to just, first of all, pray for the work that's happened behind prison walls, but I also want you to really consider they've got an easy on-ramp to the freeway. Mm -hmm. You can actually come to, you can come to a retreat weekend held in July, and let me get the dates out there, July 12th through the 15th, and oh, and I got to Alan just gave me a real pretty picture, <laughs> bloom here. But it's July 12th through the 15th, St. James Lutheran Church in Crystal. And we'll give you more information about that. So this is outside of prison. But uh, if you haven't been there, how can you share it? Something like that. We'll talk about that. But it gives people an experience. It builds a team. Right. And then after that enriching experience, you can decide, hey, do I want to be the part of the team mm-hmm. that joins Christ right. in right. taking this into prison? So as I mentioned, we have a cast of thousands. Or at least five or six. Five but we're going to be introducing as we go. Uh, and so so let's begin. We have uh, Alan is kind of leading the team. Alan Pletz is on the board with Cars Ministry. We've been talking and planning for this show. And so Alan's kind of hosting along with Dwight and I. Mm-hmm. And then we'll introduce you to the other speakers and and, and folks that will be sharing different parts of the story. So let's let's get into it, Alan. So what is Karis anyway? Can you give us a little background? Give us a big picture, and then we'll give it life with testimonials. Big picture is probably as best as I can do, Jim, and I I appreciate it. I just, um, first of all, I want to thank you guys, though. You let the cat out of the bag, though, that we're actually going to take up two of these shows. We are. Yep. Yep. Back-to-back Saturdays. When you were praying, you let the cat out of the bag. But we're going to talk about Uh what Karis of Minnesota is today, and we're going to have a couple of very important testimonies from people that have been through our weekends before. And then we'll get on next time into or into the next episode into uh, the weekend that we've got coming up in July. Good. So, so but myself, um, I, I got involved with Karis about 11 years ago now, and I, and I got involved in it because it's something I could do with my wife. Oh, and, like a co-team or yep, something. Huh? Yeah, well, co-ed. The, co-ed. Teams that, the teams that we go into the prisons with are co-ed to the extent that the prisons will allow us to do that. Yeah. And uh, that was very attractive to both of us because uh, there is a – uh, a preface to going through one or being on these teams is going through a weekend on the outside, and those are typically men men's weekends and women's weekends. Okay. And this was something that was attractive mm-hmm. to us that we Wonderful. could do it. So yeah. that's where we started. But uh, boy, I'll tell you what, my eleven years, I'm I'm the newbie in this crowd. So I'd I'd like to turn this over to uh, my my uh, 
I don't know what we are now. My co-MC or whatever. Yeah, but my, co-laborers. My, How my about co-laborers partner, in the vineyard? My partner, my, my co-board member, uh, Karen Troyer, who's been involved in this going quite a while back. And she can talk a little bit more about what we're doing, taking taking this ministry. We're not bringing Christ into the prison. He's already there. He's already there. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, Unveiling. Yeah, yeah we're, we're opening people's eyes and hearts. Amen. Amen. Hello. Welcome, Karen. Thank Hi, you. Hi, Karen. I've been with Karis for 30 years. Um, my Lord. husband was an ex-offender, and he was already active when we met and got me involved, and it's been an answer to prayer for my mm. life ever since. Um, <clears throat> oh, the, she's got so many notes. <laughs> You're so faithful. <laughs> Just give us a picture. Karen. Well, I can tell you that yeah. um, since the early 80s, we have been in a half a dozen Minnesota prisons. We're wow. currently at Shakopee, Rochester, Faribault, and Sandstone. Wow. We've been at Wasika and Rush City in the past. We're not operating there currently. But um, Faribault's completed 14 weekends there. Mm. Wow. Um, We're the newbies. Yeah. Shakopee, Rochester, and Sandstone have all had 50-plus. Wow. Shakopee just completed the 50th weekend in um, February. Amazing. So these are weekends in the prison, and that's where the volunteers come in and the inmates join them for these for these weekend prison programs. It's a three plus three day plus day retreat. Um, we are there from seven in the morning till nine o'clock at night, all what? the time with the with the insiders. Well, um, our retreat is a progression of um, we build up. Yeah. through the weekend and what we really do i think is establish trust with the insiders which isn't an easy thing to do sometimes but as they get to know us and we tell our stories about what the lord has done in our lives we're not shiny perfect people and yeah, they I see that. that and mm-hmm. so we, we got can, issues man we have an yeah. opportunity to tell our own stories how god has worked in our lives mm-hmm. and to really encourage them to believe that he loves them too mm-hmm. that they're not Amen. too far gone to right. be forgiven and and accepted in the family of christ mm-hmm. so a lot of it is driven by testimonials and stories of the presenters and the volunteers the weekend is a series of 13 talks throughout okay. the weekend Perfect. along with many other activities yeah. but um our co-ed teams um are a great model yeah. for the insiders as how a married couple can serve the Lord together. Um, we've been um, very interested in the last few years in trying to reestablish contact once they've been released, and the DOC has given us a pilot program for that. So now we have an outside activity Oh, really? Also. Follow-up? Oh, good. Yes, and that's oh, called that's Cars wonderful. Connects. We meet one night a month at St. James, Lutheran and Crystal, and um, that gives us an opportunity to continue the relationships we've established with the women it's a program for the women uh, pilot with the DOC and so these people that we meet on the first time inside become lifelong friends yeah and I've noticed some of mm-hmm. the people in the studio yes. are you were sharing graduation dates that's probably a great entree as a matter of fact to uh, two of our guests here in the studio today um, Tina and David both went through weekends on the inside, and then they've become part of our community since that time, too. Wonderful. And I think 
what we'll do, I'm, uh, I think what we'll do is we'll turn it over to one of them, although I'm seeing Pastor Dwight signal me a little bit. Oh, here, so. you know, oh. we've got a coach about talking right into the mic. Because we have oh, so many okay. people there. We're sharing Thank headphones. You. Well, not headphones. We're sharing microphones. Yeah, yeah. well, we've anyway. got a crowd in here. Also, I wanted to say, if anybody's listening now and just jumped in their car and turned on, on the radio, this is Prison Transformation Radio. We're on AM 980, The Mission. And you're listening to, to Prison Transformation Radio Show, which is Changing Hearts with Christ. And we're... We're talking about Karis Minnesota Prison Ministry with Alan Pletz, who actually I went to high school with at Mount High School, which is great <laughs> it's to have. A small kingdom, Alan we're here. Saying. Yeah, yeah, I'm really excited about uh, reconnecting with him. And then um, I just heard from Karen Troyer. And then, yeah, we have two testimonials, so I don't know which one wants to go first. Well, let's uh, maybe the story. start with Pastor David. And just to add to Alan, I've known Pastor David for a few years now. He's He's got an interesting past. A, and just a glorious future that's eternal. Glorious. But Pastor yep. David is the chairman of the board for the R3 Collaborative. Uh-huh. He has, and he has ministries and housing programs, but I know the CARS program is close to your heart and we've talked to that. Right. And you've seen it from both sides. Both sides. Yep. What does it look like? It from looks the beautiful the on the both sides. I on both tell sides. Yeah. Tell us, tell us story time, Pastor David. So uh, just briefly, I was in a point of life where I just didn't want to live anymore. I was living for myself. Mm. Uh, didn't know the Lord and uh, got arrested and was in Hennepin County Jail and found on Little Gideon's New Testament. Mm. I'd never read the Bible before at 34 years old. And God spoke to me in that and got transferred to Anoka County Jail and asked if there was somebody that could tell me about this Bible thing. Mm. And God was faithful. He sent a, a volunteer chaplain that came in and told me what it was like to receive Jesus Christ and have that relationship. Mm. This was in Hennepin County? This was in, well, Anoka County. Oh, Anoka County, <clears throat> yep. sorry. And then I got sentenced and I went to the University of Sandstone Okay, it's oh, actually called uh, Sandstone Federal, <laughs> Federal Correctional Institution. But it is what you make it. <laughs> it is. There's a lot of learning going on, I can tell you that. Mm. Um, but most of it was really wonderful. So ironically, uh, I got to Sandstone uh, in the end of February, and they had just had a Karis weekend. And the guys that had gone through it were, you should have been here. And I'm like, mm. well, I really didn't have any choice in that one. <laughs> <laughs> So I had to wait till the October weekend. and But they let you stay long. They did yeah. let me stay. Yeah, yeah. They weren't going to let me out. Um, but I did uh, get to experience uh, my first Karis in Sandstone. And it was uh, from the time that I received Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, this became the foundation. It really wow. did. It, an opportunity to expand, go deeply into it. What, what was it that came out of that weekend for well, you? Well, here's the thing that I recognized. One of the things what Alan went and... Um, Blanked it. Karen. 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 Karen said was the co-ed aspect of it was something that I really took to heart because I came from dysfunctional relationships with mm. women, many, and it was just, you know, there's a lot of heartbreak. And so I saw what a real marriage looked like that mm. wasn't pretentious. Mm-hmm. And that was really one of the things. It that, wasn't perfect, probably. It, well, but, they, they oh, hit it if they did. We are. <laughs> I'm sorry, we are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the other thing that, that was really a, a catalyst for me was it wasn't denominational. So they came in just talking about Jesus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's what I needed to hear. I wanted to find out about this guy who was the coolest man that ever walked the planet. And why did he die for me? Because I'm a felon. I'm a failure. Mm-hmm. And they told me that in God's eyes, I am not. Right. Wow. And so that was one thing that really stuck with me was just mm. all about Jesus. And I got the chance to serve on a Karis team on the inside on what they call a Palanca team. 
and we just serve the inmates and the and the volunteers and we're praying and we're serving we're praying and we're praying and, and yeah and then we're praying some more yeah and that's what really holds the weekend together hmm. I, so I really believe that i'm guessing for the volunteers and there's probably different roles you could probably pray and support or you could be presenters yep. are there uh, what kind of different roles can volunteers play in this weekend in the prison there's a there's a leadership team of three leaders and then uh myself after i got out of uh the university of sandstone i went to the university of northwestern and got my ministry degree and then became go. a pastor so i like to say that it's it's better to be an ex-felon and becomes a pastor than a pastor becoming a felon <laughs> okay yes. well yep. so you pastors out there take note of that one that's right that's right so um but i i got the chance to go back in um, and serve from the outside. So there's mm -hmm. their leadership, there's table leaders, um, there's Palanca team members, there's musicians, a lot of different roles oh to, uh, to get involved with as a volunteer going into the prison. Mm -hmm. Yes. All right. So I, I would like you to, to listeners, think about that. I heard someone say, like water, we seek our own level. Uh -huh. You don't have to do it alone and you don't have to do everything. No. Find your best fit, and by if they come to this retreat in July and experience the program on the outside, then you can see, okay, just how can I best fit into this? Right, so, right. story time continues with Tina. Tina yes. White, God bless you. Thank you, and for and well, oh, thank you for being here. Mm -hmm. So, what's your story? Well, first, I just want to give honor to God mm -hmm. because He is the transformer of lives, mm -hmm. right? And so. Um, in Second Corinthians, he tells us that his grace is sufficient for us mm -hmm. and that we're made perfect in his weakness mm -hmm. um, and therefore to make boast in him. Right. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes we boast in ourselves, but um, I am definitely here to boast about Jesus because mm -hmm. um, he's he's the only one that could have transformed my life. Amen. Um, I grew up in a Christian home and around the age of 12 years old, I joined a gang and um, I fell very far away from the Lord. Um, mm. Many spirits began to take control over me, um, and one of those was violence and gangbanging. Um, and by the time I was 13 years old, I was already incarcerated, um, looking at like six months in juvenile jail. Mm. Um, for 15 years that continued, I joined um, a notorious gang, and um, it was pretty, um, my heart was very, 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 very cold towards the Lord. Um, and although I had praying parents, thank God for them both, um, my mother sat many nights and prayed for her seven children. And so I come from a big family. Um, my father was also a minister as well most of my life. Um, mm. But we can see that the adversary definitely had, you know, he wanted to put his, his foot in there any way he could and, you know, grab, grab me whatever way he, he could. And so mm. I was bound for a lot of years. Um, at the age of 19, I was looking at my first prison sentence um, of two and a half years, in which I did time for the first time in 1990. Um, I got out um, and went back to the gang life um, and all that and uh, found myself looking at a seven-year sentence um, in about 1992. And so I just remember, you know, I, I don't relive my war stories is what we call them, I guess. Yeah. Um, but I remember standing before the judge and my mom was there and, you know, I just, my heart was so cold and I was a young woman who um, didn't act very much like a young woman. Mm. Um, 
because I had ran the streets and, you know, was addicted to drugs and alcohol by that time. Just the criminal mindedness that takes over some people. And that's not all of our stories and all of the people who may we may come across in Kairos. Um, or that, you know, some of us just go for a one time and they learn their lesson. But for me, that wasn't the case. Um, but I started to contemplate my life while I was in Shakopee because I did not want to, if I, if I went back to Shakopee again, I would have been a third time offender and I probably would have did a life sentence. Mm. And so that began to um, weigh my mind very heavy. Um, I was pretty much to the end of my rope in 1995. Oh no, that's the year I got out. Um, 1993 or 94 is when I went through my first Crisios. And I remember, um, now I have an ethnic background, and so I wasn't always um, as friendly, I guess. You know, I had this thing (laughs) against Caucasian people. Mm. And, um, you know, I just didn't feel like I could trust them very much. And so when I ran across Chrisille um, and the people who came in from the outside, you know, with the love of Christ at that time, we could have a lot of... um, I guess food brought in and whatnot. And, you know, when you're in prison, you know... You eat in prison nice. food. Right. Yeah, That's so that nice. was that was. When nice. I was in Teen Challenge, I remember when real people brought real food. <laughs> so eating just something that simple, you know, yeah. eating mm. real food and then them showing the love of God. You mm. know, we call them Jesus with skin on. And that was a saying that we had, you know, Jesus at that with time. Skin on. Jesus mm-hmm. with skin Amen. on. Being Jesus with skin on. Right. Mm. And um, I began to see that um, my hardness was beginning to weakening, I guess, weaken, and I was becoming softer. Um, and I could just feel the overflow of love from the women and men mm. who came in. Um, and I gave my my life back to the Lord. So I did know the mm-hmm. Lord, but I gave my life and I dedicated my life back to the Lord. Um, I immediately called my parents and told them, and they, of course, they were happy. But mm. um, then I served. And at that time um, of me serving, um, there was a, there was a revival that actually broke out. And so there was many in women prison. in prison. Mm-hmm. At that time, there was many women mm-hmm. who actually went through that that weekend That's and awesome. actually gave their lives to the Lord. Mm-hmm. And then Bible studies were began. Mm-hmm. And from that time until the day I walked out the doors, we were having daily Bible studies. We were praying with each other, fasting with each other. And some of those women are still my dear friends to this mm-hmm. day. My goodness. And I've been out for 21 years. Um, in August, it will be 21 oh, years. God bless you. When I got out, I had no skills, basically. Um, I had spent most of my life incarcerated. So a good portion of almost 17 years incarcerated. I had no skills. And so I immediately sat down. Um, I went to a transitional housing place for women because I knew I wanted to give back you know, my experience and told the lady who was going to hire me, I said, if you hire me, I have, you know, all I have is my experience. And she hired me immediately on the spot. Um, about a year later, she gave me a $5,000 a year raise. Mm. Wow. Um, and I worked for that organization for over 12 years, learned a lot and was mm. mentored and whatnot. But at the same time, you know, I had no skills. I, I left prison with $100 gate money. Mm. And so the Kairos women were there for me. They came, you know, around and, you know, helped me. Yeah, 
just you know because when we get out of prison we yeah. have we have housing that we need we have employment we have all these things and so that's still a big thing that we need to fill the gap in when yeah. when people are coming out and how we can mentor them and better. hopefully we can collaborate with the r3 collaborative because that's one of our missions right pastor yes, right is absolutely we want to meet people at the gate we want to help people yep. connect with and do those resources God bless you. And so now you you are you come in from a different point of view, and you're actually part of the groups. And yes. if people come to the retreat, Tina, can they meet you there? Are you? Oh, they sure of, they sure can, and I would love to meet and talk I, with them. I and figured you would. Yes, yeah. I figured you would. <laughs> we're gonna have to talk more about that next week. Cause well, we're yeah, out that's of time. why I'm so glad yeah. that we have two shows because yes. and uh, our cast will will continue with us. And so again, the retreat weekend is coming up, and Tina's gonna give us a prayer in a minute, and then we'll join you next Saturday for. The rest of the story, someone once said. Um, but again, keep in mind, and more about it either next week or am980themission.com. You can hear both of these podcasts. But it's going to be in July. And remember, it's at St. James Lutheran Church in Crystal. You don't have to remember all this. Just go to charismn.org or Karis, you know, Google Karis. Find us on Facebook. Find him on Facebook, social media. God bless you. And so, Lord, yes, we thank you that you are the the great mountain mover, Lord. You break chains, addiction, Mm -hmm. gangbanging, suicide, depression. You restore broken people and broken families, oh God. And so we just thank you that we can call on you. And we pray ahead of time for the weekend that you will go before um, each one of us and you would fill us with what we need, with your Holy Spirit, oh God, and that we would walk in the truth. In the name Amen. of Jesus. Amen. 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 God bless Amen. you. Amen. See you Amen. next week. Woo!